welcome back to For Christ's Sakes Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Max. And I'm Trey. And we are an engaged couple. We are getting married in June. And we just talk about different Christian topics. Um, I don't know, just whatever comes to mind or whatever we get requests for. And today we're going to be talking about staying grounded. So what kind of led to this was we were having a conversation about when he was the quarterback at ETSU, and I was like, we need to talk about that. Because <laughs> um, you said a quote. What was the quote you told me? About the crown. Know. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yes. And I was like, ooh, okay, let's talk about that next episode. So, okay, what, how did things change for you when you were the quarterback at ETSU? Um, and when was that? That was, what, three years ago? Four? It was 2019. Okay. 2019. How did things change like how are they different from when before you kind of experienced that well it's a weird dynamic because you know you see all the tv shows that um dramatize kind of how football players are you know friday night lights obviously but you know it's not totally untrue so when i got in came to etsu um i didn't play I was a real you know, nobody. I mean, only the people that I kind of hung out with and my teammates were the only ones who really, like, knew me, per se. So, like, you're walking across campus, you see one of your buddies, you say hi, they say hi back. But aside from that, you know, no one really knows who you are. Do you go to classes? You're just one of, like, 50 people on a class roster for the teachers and whatever. Well, all of a sudden, you know, I'm fighting for a quarterback spot going into my like red shirt sophomore year and I ended up losing the competition at first, but I came in for the guy. He ended up getting hurt in the first game of the year halfway through. So I came in there Then the next game, you know, I start and I play well. Next game I start, I play well again. Well, now your friends and your teammates, they still know you and you're still tight with all of them but now all of a sudden you go across campus and everyone knows you yeah just within like a week that happened like yes yes <laughs> it was that sudden like all of a sudden you're not just that random dude in a chemistry class like you're trey mitchell the starting quarterback at east tennessee state university and i feel like that's honestly when i started to know you too because like then i like saw you in the training room and i was like oh he's the quarterback like i know who he is and we probably passed like a few times and i was like I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's strange because you, you're known as, well, he's the quarterback at ETSU, or he's he's our quarterback. You, yeah. You're not, you know, like these people don't know you as Trey Mitchell. They mm-hmm. know you as, oh, he's the quarterback or whatever. And, and nothing else. And it's such an interesting dynamic because seemingly within like a two or three week span, I would walk across campus and maybe say hi to a couple of my teammates, talk, and then go to class. I'm in, you know, math classes, so none of my teammates are in those classes. <laughs> oh, no. And so, like, I mean, I have a couple of friends in the math department, but overall, like, we're weird, introverted people, so we don't exactly, you know, talk about some stuff. Nerd friends. Yes. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I have to figure out how to not walk the entire length of campus from one end to the other because I will never make it to class on time. Like, all of a sudden, you're having to stop and talk to these people or those people. Yeah. I bet you hated that, like, knowing you now. It was awful. 
And, and so, like, I go from having to, from parking in the parking garage and walking across the entire ETSU campus. If you've never been there, the parking garage is on like one side of campus, and all your classes are on the other. Yeah, it's but the, terrible. But the parking garage is right next to the athletic building. So it was really easy to park there, go to the athletic building, come back, and it was real simple. But if you had to go to class, you had to walk across the entire campus, essentially. Mm -hmm. Well, I went, in like a two or three week span, I went from having no issues with that at all to like, that is not a viable way to get to class. Like, I have to go and park (laughs) in these little small parking lots and just pray to God I get a spot so I can make it to class and not have to stop and talk for like 15 minutes to people. Which, I mean, you, you say, oh, wow, that that's just really tough. But, I mean, like, I'm a fairly introverted person. I don't exactly yeah. just love talking to people. So... I brought you out of your show some. Yeah, she has. She's Definitely, been... when we first started dating, like, he did not like talking to people at all. He wouldn't talk to people. And now... I mean, I feel like you're a lot more comfortable and stuff, but I could just imagine you back then, like, people saying hey to you and stuff. And, mm-hmm. I mean, even in the hall, when I would say <laughs> you were kind of awkward. <laughs> not going to let you like, hey, and they just kept walking. <laughs> I, was, I was a very awkward person. So funny. <laughs> but but uh, some of that is, like, everyone wants to have a conversation with you and talk to you, so if someone says hi to you, it's hey keep your head down and just keep walking because, you know, everyone wants to talk to you. And and those are some of the the glorified parts of it. Everyone knows you, but the kind of parts that other people don't know is, you know, after a game, if you lose, somehow it's always my fault. I, yeah. I don't know how that happens, but somehow, like, it, it's always my mm-hmm. fault. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I'm getting added on Twitter by random people with no profile picture, and so and you're just like, okay, like, like. Would you read what they were saying? Yeah, what I read every last tweet. Are you? What did they say? Just oh, he can't do this. Why is he doing this? Why is he playing? Yada yada yada. I'm like, dog. I'm 19 years old. Like I'm a 19 year old kid. I just got this job like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> like, chill out, man. But and that's some of the parts that like. A lot of people don't see so when, when you hear the phrase heavy is the head that wears the crown you know everyone knows me I'm one of the most popular mm-hmm. people on campus yet I have all this responsibility and nobody really truly knows you they just right know what they see and hear about you aside from like a, a select handful of my friends and my family obviously they they know like of me and what they hear about mm-hmm. me like you said they don't exactly know what I'm about yeah and I remember when um we first hung out I don't know what I was expecting but I was like oh stereotypical football player blah blah blah. like here we go but then like you were not like that and you even said like yeah I'm different than like most of the football players and stuff and I was like oh okay he's not like some jerk (laughs) and then there was like so many more parts to you that I mean all these people adding you on Twitter and stuff definitely didn't know and they obviously didn't know football either because (laughs) I mean it's y'all lost a lot but it like wasn't your fault you know like you're not the only one to blame like there was like a whole team of people who 
Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about that, but <laughs> they could have contributed and stuff. So. Yeah, and that's that's the difference between my teammates who, like, know me, and they, and we're out there, you know, win together, lose together. Like, we're a family, but mm. to everyone outside of that, everyone is individual, and you can just so easily blame one person or the other. But, you know, being on the team, and that's my teammates, you know, they're there when I'm there in, in May and June and July and putting in all of this work just for, you know, 11 or 12 games in the fall. Like, we're there through all that. So they kind of understand and know, like, everything that we've done together to get there. So we don't ever, like, blame each other. Like, we're a team. But to everyone else, it's not like that. It's like, oh, the defense didn't block that game. Well, it's your fault. You're the quarterback. It's your fault somehow. Right, right. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, What kind of, like – I don't know, as a Christian, you know, in this spotlight position and everything, what kind of things were, I guess, harder on you that maybe someone who wasn't a Christian would be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Like, this is awesome being at the top. What kind of things did you face like that? So, and I mean this in in the least conceited way possible, (laughs) is that, you know, after every game, you know, you know, you're, you're the quarterback, so you get a little bit more attention than most people get, and that also includes attention from the girls at East Tennessee State University. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, after the game, you know, win or lose, it really doesn't matter. They don't care. <laughs> you get hit up on Twitter, Instagram, somehow Snapchat, even though I don't ever get on Snapchat. Oh, you know that. Yeah. Somehow I, you get hit up on all these things. Like, hey, you know, there's this party, there's that party. You want to go do this? You want to go do that? And, you know, it, it's it's hard, you know, if you don't have that Christian faith to, you know, fall back on and kind of keep you where you're supposed to be. Like, mentally, it'd be so easy to fall into, you know, bad, destructive habits. Mm-hmm. Specifically with that, you know, there's other stuff I mean being the quarterback you kind of know know of everyone as they know of you so access to you know drugs mm-hmm. alcohol you know girls obviously it it's really easy like it would be that easy just to get pretty much whatever you want especially at ETSU there is a certain reputation of the school yeah <laughs> and I mean it's not not true but it's definitely not as as bad as everyone makes it out to be. But, you know, access to that kind of stuff without having that Christian faith to kind of fall back on would have made it really difficult. Yeah. And, I mean, everybody probably in that position that you were in probably would have just grasped that opportunity to get all these worldly things and stuff. Um, but how did you feel like you stayed grounded and kind of humbled yourself and, like, fell back on your faith throughout all of that? Because, I mean... I remember, like, um, hearing that you didn't drink and all this stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so how how'd you do that? Well, so we have a lot of, like, biblically-backed stuff that gets us through things, and, and what I used to help me isn't exactly, like, directly from the Bible. So my head coach, when... So my first year there, we won the conference championship, and to kind of keep us on track, 
uh, one of the things that he would say is, you're never as bad as they say you are, and you're also never as good as they say you are. So mm. kind of... That's humbling. <laughs> yes. So coming into that year, you know, everyone is saying this or that about you, and, and what always kind of kept me back to being zeroed out is, you know, you're never as good as they say you are, you're never as bad as they say you are. So yeah. you just kind of just be you, stay through the course, and that's kind of what I did, you know. Going into college, I, I never was a big partier. I didn't like to go out and do mm -hmm. stuff, so why do I need to go and do that now? Like, yeah. what what's changed? Like, I'm the same I'm the same person. I enjoy doing the same things. You know, uh, uh, Saturday night after a big football win, to me, is better spent playing video games with the boys <laughs> than going out and partying. I mean... <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. So why? And you why would make some appearances, you said. Yeah. You, just well, to say hey to everybody and leave. Yeah. Drink yeah, yeah. Whatever, I mean, but... when when you have like <laughs> your your teammates going to the party and your other like team captains doing this, I mean, if you blow them off every single time, you know that's just kind of rude. But you know, going in, okay, this is going to be happening at the party. This is going to be happening, and this is going to be happening, and I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to get in. I'm going to say hi to people. I'm going to make sure everyone knows that I was there, yeah. and then I'm going to leave. Keep the, tim the team chemistry going. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, team chemistry is, is a, a big part of it, and that's yeah. kind of how I saw my engagement as parties is I'm going to go. I'm going to say hi to my friends. I'm going to say hi to some of my teammates, and then I'm going to dip out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this happens with a lot of famous people, and then they get caught up in the drugs and the women and this and that, and then they just go downhill. And I like what you said, like, you did all this stuff before, like, why change now just because my um, popularity went a little up or just because I'm the quarterback, like, why change that? And that's so true. Yeah, and the lifestyle that is presented is an attractive one to the world. Mm -hmm. That's what everything tells you to do. I mean, music tells you to do that. Society tells you, like, Oh, you need to be doing this. This is good. This is fun. Yada, yada, yada. Well, that's not what God tells us to do. And so we have, we have our standards as Christians that we live up to. And, you know, we love everybody. That's not to say people that do do those things are less than because mm -hmm. Jesus died for them too. Oh, yes. We just learned that yeah, in church. Yeah, we learned that in church. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, good. Jesus died for everyone. So that means we love yeah. everyone. But also as Christians, you know, we live... A different life we have chosen yeah. to take on different responsibilities and it's not drugs it's not women it's not alcohol and all that stuff you know that's not what we were called to do we were called to be different we should stand out in the world yeah and I feel like personally I kind of let the world get to me when I got to ETCU because I had never never gone to a party really or like anything like that and that's what all you know my teammates did and I'm like oh yeah let's go like this will be fun and so I got it got caught up in all that stuff for like a few months but then it was like I was humbled by the Lord and reminded that like hey this is not what you're supposed to be doing as a Christian and it kind of brought me back to just being like okay here's the world but like you need to be set apart like you were saying and so I don't know. I feel like we kind of had two different experiences. So that's kind of cool. Like we both were humbled in two different types of ways. Yeah. And we both ended up in the same spot. I mean, mm -hmm. just because 
you partake in the world or you do some of the stuff that the world tells you, that doesn't mean that there's no way back. Mm -hmm. There's always a way back. God always loves you. He'll always be there. So if you have, you know, taken a wrong turn here or there or you are just continually making wrong turns, there's a right turn somewhere. You just got to be, you know, able to make it. You know, God still loves you. God's still there for you. You have hopefully some friends that are going to be there for you as well, just waiting to love you and get you back on the right track. You just have to be brave enough to make that turn. Mm, that was good. <laughs> I like that. Um, I feel like, I mean, not everybody's going to be the quarterback. Not everybody's going to be, you know, a college athlete or whatever. What are some other examples of, like, situations where – I don't know, people need to be, like, humble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well. That's, like, a more common example. Kind of moving along the same thing, you know, everyone might not be, like you said, the quarterback where everyone in the city knows who you are, but you have friends, and you have groups of people that all know who you are. And, you know, a bunch of my friends, you know, they like, you know, going out and doing this and doing that, mm -hmm. but, you know, that's not for me, so... I don't really partake in that. And that can be kind of an example for you if you have, you know, you're going to have a group of friends and some of them might like doing stuff that you don't really agree with. Well, be grounded. Come back and say, you know, that's not for me. I don't, I don't really do that. You know, I, I live differently. And that's kind of a, a smaller scale example. That's kind of what I'm living in now. You know, during that time, everyone knew me as the quarterback at ETSU, you know, yada, yada, yada. Well, now... I'm a random math teacher at a high school. I mean, no one really knows who I am. So, you know, it, it's, I'm kind of living more in the normal world, I guess you'd say. And yeah. you, know, you have friends that, you know, like doing this, but you have other friends that don't. So just kind of, you know, don't blow up your friend group because people like to go out and drink. But just know that, you know, that's not, that's not for me. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. Even, I guess that reminds me, like, in high school, like, you're introduced to all these things. Like, all these people try to, you know, experiment, smoke the weed, or drink it, or doing this and that. And it's like, those are the testing times as well. I feel like if you're in high school, I mean, sounds like it even starts, like, early in middle school now. Um, I don't know how things have changed, but <laughs> um, and you're going to be tested with so many things. So... Like you were saying with the friends, I feel like it's important to choose your friends wisely. And I know Casey May and I talked about that a lot last episode. But um, just make sure you know who you are and who God says you are because you will be tested, whether that's middle school, high school, college. I mean, even after, like, every stage of your life, there's going to be different things um, that you're going to have to go against. So it's so important to just be humbled and be grounded and stick to knowing like what you're called to do as a Christian. Yes. And, and there's a great story in the Bible. I'm glad that you meant, mentioned, like, <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned being tested is so there's a story in the Bible about Jesus going out in the desert all by himself and fasting for 40 days. And during those 40 days, he got tested by the devil. It was just free reign for mm -hmm. Satan to do whatever he wanted to do to God and he tempted him. He tested him and did all of these things to him, trying to get him to break, trying to get him to crack. And Jesus didn't. He stuck grounded. He used 
the Bible to fight back because that's our greatest weapon against the devil. He used the Bible to fight back against him and he stayed true to who he was. And I think that's a great parallel to kind of what we want to do in life. You know, the world is going to test us. It's going to try to try to get us to do things that we're not supposed to do. And we're humans. So at some point, we're probably going to end up doing something we're not supposed to do or we're not really proud of. And that's okay. But just know that God went and died for all of us so that when we mess up, we have something to come back on. Yeah. I love that you said the Bible is our greatest weapon. And that kind of reminds me of like putting on the armor of God. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of think about that. We did a whole series um, in FCA like a year or two ago. Maybe we'll have to talk about that in one of the future podcasts. But like just putting on, you know, your helmet and like, having your shield and all this stuff to just protect you from, like, the worldly things and from the devil and stuff. Right, and you have all that protection, but what's the sword? The sword is the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. And, I mean, I I see that as true because when I don't read my Bible for, like, you know, a while, I feel like I'm kind of letting all the worldly things kind of creep in a little bit and, like, the devil maybe is trying to get me a little harder and stuff and I may falter temptation more than when I'm like in the word and like have that sword to be like nope you're off nope like let me chop you off here (laughs) um but what are some other things that like people in any situation can do to like stay grounded and just fall back on their faith and know who Jesus is and stuff I think obviously you know reading your bible is going to be number one prayer is right up there like 1a 1b but specifically you know reading your bible for what god has commanded us to do because he he lays out the standard of what we're supposed to do so we're supposed to you know live this way we're supposed to do these things and we're supposed to stand out from everyone we're supposed to be different in the way that we love in the way that we care for other people in the way that we talk you know we're we're supposed to be different and set apart from everyone else and I think you know reading your Bible and having that knowledge of how we're supposed to be different from everyone else can really help staying grounded yeah for sure and a lot of people try to like conform to the things of the world and like you know try to be like your friends and all that but like you said it's important to know you're supposed to be different and set apart and that's okay like if you feel a little different like that's okay then you're probably doing what you should be doing um yeah or any last words or comments or anything just know that the world is going to come and try and tempt you at some point Mm. it's not if it's going to happen it's when because it will happen some people early some people you know as you progress in life but at some point the world's going to come at you it's going to throw some adversity your way, and you're going to be left to make a decision. You know, should I do this? Should I do that? And I think that's where like, you're preparing yourself now to be able to handle those situations. Oh, that's good. Because, like, even if you haven't faced something big, like, keep preparing yourself because, like you said, it is going to happen. And just because you're saved doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Like, that is, that's a misconception. Like, no, it will happen. <laughs> so... Um, whether you're going through it now or it hasn't come yet, just keep preparing and stay in the Word and um, just remember, like, who God says you are in the Bible. No doubt. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us today, and we will be back next week 
with some more Christian topics. And if y'all have any topics you want to talk about, find us on Instagram at First For Christ's Sake Podcast. Goodness. Um, and shoot us a message on there. Or we put our email, I think, on um, Spotify and Apple. So just reach out to us and let us know any topics you want us to cover. Or you can leave a comment on the YouTube video, whichever way you think is best. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, well, bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye.